Hi there, I'm Jess Coburn, CEO of Applied Innovations. And today I have the privilege of having Carlos Garrido with me. Carlos runs, uh, Carlos and his brother, they run Sandler Miami, is a sales training and best practices organization. Um, I thought it would be good to have Carlos on to really talk about the techniques and what your salespeople could be doing or should be doing today. You know, a lot of businesses are going home, they're not there, they're not available, and you still have these employees, they're sitting idle, and there's, you need them to do something. So, uh, Carlos, can you introduce yourself and kind of talk about what you do there at Sandler Miami? Yeah, sure. Thanks very much, Jess, and thanks for inviting me on today. Um, uh, as you said, um, me and my brother Antonio, and we have a team of around 10 people here in Sandler, Miami. Um, we do uh, sales training, sales management training, and, and sales leadership uh, training and coaching. Um, we do um, we work with a lot of different clients, trying to get them to the top of their game. Um, but really, even though we do do sort of a broader consultative approach to sales, it is all sales-based. So we don't really get too much involved with inbound lead generation and marketing, even though we have to. We have to line up the messaging with the with the marketing messaging, but we are outbound lead generation, lead development, you know, how to structure excellent discovery calls, how to close business fast at high value, and how to lead teams that do that and, and set strategies that, that uh, deliver top sales performance. That's what we're all about. Fantastic, Carlos. Now, Carlos. Uh, I wanted to take a minute and talk about what I'm, what I see Sandler Miami's doing. Um, I noticed that you're offering some training and some virtual events. Can you talk about that? Yeah, sure. Well, in these uh, in these times of COVID crisis, um, we are doing uh, more and more virtually. In fact, I think over the past couple of days, we've now moved all our. We, we've always offered virtual. You know, we've always offered our clients the the opportunity to access our public or private programs virtually and you know we've got clients across the globe who have to uh, attend our programs virtually um but um but now we've actually we've, we've moved to 100 percent virtual just for the time being um and so you know what what are our programs they are you know a variety of sales-based programs so that is um um you know fundamentals of sales sales mastery um, we have sales coaching programs, and then we have a management program, a customer service program, and a leadership program. And then we have a, a whole bunch of, of private clients where we work with them uh, to, to, you know, but we're, we're now working with them uh, virtually. And of course, at these times, you know, the, the world's kind of lost its mind. The economy is, um, it has lost its mind a little bit. Um, and we've seen a lot of companies just, just kind of turn into excuse machines, especially sales teams. You know, it, it doesn't take too much encouragement for a salesperson or a sales team or a sales manager to, uh, to, to find all the reasons why they're not closing sales. I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with, with that. You've been in business a long time, Jess. I'm sure you're familiar with, uh, with those sales teams that are that, that you know that they're looking for all the excuses in the world, and we and you know we understand that, and we have some sympathy with that. That's you know we help those people, um, but this at this time, it's just gone. It's spiraled out of all control. So, so recognize and for your listeners, I would I would ask them to recognize that 
that left to their own devices, the sales teams in their companies um, are going to turn into victim mentality uh, excuse machines. But but here's the here's the good news. So that's the bad news. The good news is that all your competition is doing the same. And so in whatever it is, one month, two months, three months, when when the when the traps open, you've got to come out of that trap like a greyhound. And those companies that are smart and and getting their sales team, keeping them engaged, you know, even if it's remotely, because there's a lot of remote working now, finding the right tools and techniques to keep, to lead teams, keep them engaged and get salespeople building a pipeline, doing, doing as much as they can, such that when the traps open, then that sales team is in, is three moves ahead of the competition. And as we see with every crisis, the companies that come in come out of the crisis strong on the front foot, they're the ones that, that crush the competition. So that's what we're focused on right now at this time of crisis, how to keep sales teams um, engaged, motivated, but importantly, what are the behaviors they have to do such that when the trap traps open, they come out strong, you know, front foot, real Real uh, high energy with thick pipelines and lots of uh, lots of businesses and leads leads to close. So one of the things I noticed that you're doing is that uh, on LinkedIn I saw that Sailor Miami is offering some free online training and some webinars that kind of keep businesses engaged and remind them that you can't be that victim. You have to attack. You have to go on the offense and continue to do it. Um, I think that's fantastic, and I think that's a great example of what every business should do. Yeah, we've got um, we're, we're launching next week a um, we're launching a a um, a series of uh, ninety minute sessions, one a week, Thursday mornings. And if anybody's interested, if they email me or you, uh, my email is Carlos Garrido G A R R I D O at Sandler.com. Um, but um, I can I can get them um, I can get them signed up for it. What uh, what this series is designed to do is to think of all the different layers in the business and what do the different layers need to do to be on that front foot. Um, and you know how, and and listen, we're approaching this with a complete mindset of abundance. So this isn't the time for anybody to start trying to close clients. It, it, not not from my point of view. It is. I don't want any of my clients to stop trying to close, but from our point of view, we're just trying to help businesses stay positive. So it starts with sort of a leadership um, session about mindset and about how to keep engagement high in the teams. Then we're going to do a, a session on prospecting. You know, what are the great prospecting activities people can do, even when they're remote, even when they can't do the networking events, even when they can't... Um, you know, go and do the, uh, the, the, when they do the cold calling, nobody's there to answer the calls or when they're doing their, um, their, 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 their typically they would do their walking activities um, or their networking or their free talks. None of that's working at the moment. So what can they do? So we've got a session on sort of crisis prospecting, how to lead and, and how to manage teams that are remote, um, how to handle drama. You know, there's a lot of drama in a crisis. So how to really uh, understand how human beings respond to this kind of pressure. So there's eight units anyway. Anybody's interested, 
uh, I can send them. We're doing a couple of other things as well. We've, we've, there's a few uh, chambers that we're a part of, and we are delivering some similar style content um, as part of the chamber membership to say, hey, you know, you remember this chamber, here are the things that you should be thinking about. We're finding a few different channels to get this real important message to market, you know, control the controllables. Don't worry about the stuff that you can't control, you know, a little like the, the serenity prayer. Um, you know, you've you got to control those controllables. You've got to be ready to crush your competition uh, when, when, you know, make sales, don't, don't you know, don't make excuses. Um, and, uh, and, and just be ready to come out strong. We're doing a lot of different things. And again, all of it's free. Um, we even have some free resources we can get to people who are, um, you know, who, who maybe they've got a team who are a little idle at the moment, not necessarily the sales team, because I don't think there's ever a good, a good reason a sales team should be idle. But, you know, there are people that would typically be doing a lot of their work traveling. They can, they can put some remote virtual type work in. Um, but we have a kind of a philosophy that if you can't travel, you can still train. And we've got a bunch of free online resources or virtual webinar-based resources that we can make available to people so that, you know, a sales manager can keep their team, to keep the sword sharp, ready for the fight, you know. Use that time for training if we can't travel. Um, we've got a, a bunch of clients and you know, just people that were that, that have come and asked us to help. We're helping a lot of people uh, with that. Well, I think it's great that you're doing that training for free. That's that's fantastic, and and I agree. You know, as a business, we need to keep our we need to keep our team skilled and ready to go. Keep the sword sharpened. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's I think that's massive, and I think that's a fantastic way to give back. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing the videos and the podcast is because I want people to remember that you're going into this, but we're going to have to come out of this. When we come out of this, we want to be stronger and better for it. Um, with salespeople today, is it is it in poor taste to reach out to your customers and check in, or is that something we should be doing? I don't think it, I don't think it's um, poor taste at all. If I, if anything, I think that this is exactly the time when we should be reaching out. Um, you know, we have a we have a philosophy in in Sandler which is called care account planning, right? So if you can imagine, uh, we we spell care with a K, so K A R E. There are those keep accounts. They're the K's. They're your existing accounts. You know, you've got to build a wall around those accounts because some of those accounts they're going to be in trouble. Um, and this is the time for every account to get a touch. Um, to get, a, you know, a conversation. What are you doing? How can we help? I'm, I'm asking all my clients to think about the businesses that are in their account, that, that, that are their accounts. Think about that business's customer, right? So you've constantly got to be oriented towards your customer's customer. Think about your customer's customer. How can you help your client give value to their customer in this time of crisis? So you've got to keep accounts. You've got to uh, put a wall around them. You've got to uh, be, be servicing them, bringing them as much value as possible, because that's the bedrock that you're going to build the, the rebuild the business back on and rebuild your pipeline back on. Plus, great source for referrals. 
your existing client base is an extraordinary source for a real structured referral prospecting model, which is one of the best uh, kind of uh, prospecting activities that's still open, no matter what the time of crisis. And, and we can talk a little bit about that in a moment. So you've got the, the keep accounts. Uh, then you've got your attain accounts. Again, this is a prospecting. What, what can I do to prospect at these times? Um, so you've got your keep account feeding your retain accounts and your prospecting. And, you know, I've still got, you know, 10, 15 hours a week in my own calendar blocked off of prospecting. I always have. I always have had. Um, and I demand all my clients have a significant amount of their calendar blocked out for prospecting. Um, so there's your retain accounts. Then you've got regain accounts. A fantastic time to go back and talk to all those people who, for whatever reason, good or bad, right or wrong, at some point you were working with you and they left. Um, this is these times of crisis is a fantastic time to start retouching. Pick up the phone, call your regain accounts, accounts you used to have. Um, this is a fantastic time to talk to them. Hey, is everything all right? Is there anything we can do to help? Um, and then finally, the E on the care model is your expand accounts. Those accounts where you have some of their business, but in reality, you, should, you could be getting more of their business. You know, how can you bring extraordinary value to your expand accounts? How can you be introducing them and, and setting up your pipeline ready to have those expand conversations as soon as, the, you know, the economy and the world back on track? As soon as the world starts spinning again, Every salesman should have between 10 and 20 opportunities that are ready for that first meeting. Ready, loaded. Now, you're going to have maybe three or four weeks to, to, to build that, that pipeline up. But if you can come out of the traps with somewhere between 20 and 40, sorry, 10 and 20 strong, robust, real opportunities, to go and have a, what we call a first time ever, a first meeting to discuss that opportunity, whether it's a regain or a, a pure attain like net net new business or expand an expand opportunity within one of your existing clients. Um, out of those three buckets, everybody should be able to put between 10 and 20 solid appointments in the calendar um, you know, ready to go and have those conversations. That's how you come out of the trap strong, having some regains, some attains, and some uh, expands locked and loaded, ready. And you've got, you know, the sales teams have got, who knows how long, three, four weeks of, of craziness where there's no real other business going on. You know, use email, use cell phones, have conversations with people. What value can we bring? How do we help you bring value to your customers? And, um, you know, this is maybe a great, you know, we've, we've got cabin fever. We're, we're, we're kind of locked at home. Um, I've been wanting to talk to you about X, whatever it is. I've been wanting to talk to you about your widget business for a long time. You know, let, let's have a first conversation. Um, ha have those, those meetings locked. Does that make sense, Jess? I mean, it, it does, actually. There's a lot of really good information there, you know, um, working with your, your existing customers to kind of keep them close and, and take care of them. 
I like the idea of keeping an eye on your client's clients and helping your client, you know, service his clients better. That that's something that shows that you care about them as a customer and that you're more of a partner, not just a vendor, right? And that's something we we work hard on, all of us. Uh, yeah, I'm curious about climb that staircase. Absolutely, yeah. I'm curious about prospecting right now. You know. Yeah. Um, what could we do to prospect right now? What would be some examples of things that we could do? So great question. Let's let's go through the. If, if we were asking, if you're asking me that question, oh, an alarm just. Sorry going. about that. That's all right. You can edit that out. I'm sure. Um, if you were to ask me that question, Jess, under normal circumstances, well, we've got a big long list of stuff, right? You've got absolutely cold calls. You've got warm calls. So you've got cold, cold, stony cold calls. You've got warm calls. A warm call is essentially a referral asked to an existing client. Okay. Then you've got um, cold walk-ins, warm walk-ins. These are cold calls, but in body format, right? And, and there are a lot of businesses, a lot of salespeople do very well out of walk-ins because, you know, as Sandra always said, it's harder to get rid of the body. So walk-ins are strong. Um, then you've got uh, networking, you've got um, LinkedIn activities, you've got free talks and executive briefings, veto, which is very important, top officer activities, and the list goes on and on. But some of these aren't available, these, you know, at, at these times of crisis. But there's really, um, you know, I would say cold calling is an interesting one. This is, I'm, I'm probably going to be speaking a little heresy here because we're big believers still in the cold call. But I don't know if you're gonna get many people answering a cold call these days, or if they're even gonna be that appreciative of it. Even though if anybody is interesting, I have got kind of a group, couple of groovy techniques for cold calls in these crisis times. But I'm not sure I, 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 I I'm not sure that that's gonna be, uh, that's gonna receive a lot of, um, a lot of attention. Um, but you know, warm calls, and I, and I alluded to it before, absolutely no reason in my mind why people can't pick up the phone, call an existing client, say, George, you know, I'm here. I'm still committed to my goals for the year. I'm still committed to growing my book of business. And most of my normal techniques are, are, are on pause at the moment. But I know that you know people that would value a conversation with me. You know, how, how do you feel about spending so, you know, 10, 15 minutes on the telephone with me and we can figure out between us who, who you can introduce me to. That's a legitimate activity right there uh, with existing clients to get them to refer you in. Um, networking's off, obviously. Um, and all the physical stuff, the actual turn up uh, cold walk-ins or warm walk-ins, that's off. Uh, because we've all got to do social distancing and, and work from home. But, you know, LinkedIn is the biggest networking event in the world. It's 24-7, and there's uh, no coronavirus worries in LinkedIn. So, you know, I think anybody who really wants to do some prospecting has got to think about LinkedIn. You know, if they're doing it from the bedroom because they, they can't go to work and, and they can't go and call on clients, LinkedIn is an absolute treasure trove of opportunities. Um, it is a massive networking and 
and I, I am a strong believer in a in a um, in a referral based LinkedIn strategy. Um, in fact, we we have like a LinkedIn model, which is you know how do you, how do you use thirty minutes or sixty minutes to great to great value on LinkedIn, and you can do it daily. You know, you can make a post. I would advise, you know, not a coronavirus post because I don't know about you, Jess, but three days into this and I'm already bored of the coronavirus posts on LinkedIn. But, you know, some good mindset, some good positive energy onto a post once a day or, you know, a couple of times a week is strong just to stay front of mind. Um, we're not marketeers, but I'm always a big fan of, of, of you know, referencing and, and, and tagging those highly networked fans in your in your base to into the post just because that gets an even broader audience. So it's a great time to audience build right now. So some LinkedIn posts to, to audience build depending on your on, on you know what, what industry you're in. And uh, and then, you know, once a day, pick a raving fan. So let's imagine I was to pick you, Jess. You, you know, I'd say, you know, Jess is a raving fan. Um, I'm going to go on Jess's. If Jess is the guy I pick, I want someone with a voice that people listen to. And I believe, you know, you would you get a tick there, Jess. A voice people listen to and a raving fan of mine. And I'm going to go on your LinkedIn profile. And I'm going to specifically look at who your recommendations. Now, recommendations is open to anyone. You don't have to, I don't have to even be connected to you on LinkedIn for me to see your recommendations. And even if you lock down your profile, I can see your recommendations. So I'll look at your recommendations, which, by the way, the people who recommend you or you recommend are typically the ones you know best anyway. So out of your 5,000 LinkedIn contacts, the ones that you know really well are the ones that you recommend or have recommended you. So I'm not, I know there are out of 5,000 contacts, 4,500 of them probably don't know who you are. Uh, but, the, but there are 500 in there that really do. And if I just target those people that you've recommended or recommended you, and there's, there's usually a lot of them, they're usually people you know a little better. So I can hunt through your recommendations. You know, the people that have recommended Jess for strategy or for IT services or whatever, there's usually hundreds of them. And I can look through those and find people that are real good introductions for me. And then all I do is pick four or five of them. And, and I shoot you an email or I pick up the phone and say, hey, Jess, um, say similar script to what we said before, you know, I'm really committed to that. This is crazy times, but I'm real committed to my growth. Um, and I, I took the liberty of having a look at your LinkedIn profile. You know, hey, Jesse, probably it's LinkedIn, so you might not even know these people. Um, but if you do, would you make an introduction to George and Mary and Lisa? You know, that can be done by email or by voice. Uh, that's your cue to say, oh, I know George and Mary very well, but I don't know Lisa very well. And yes, yeah, sure. How would you like me to introduce you, Carlos? And then I would say, well, Jess, if I send you an email with a cool introduction, and if you're comfortable sending that, you know, can you copy and paste the text and copy me to the, to the introduction? And then I'll take it from there. You know, you do that once a day. You're going to come out of this thing with a, with a, a bag full of leads, 
That's true outbound, strong prospecting. It's combining a virtual networking strategy with a, with a referral strategy, uh, and it's real solid. And it can all be done at a safe social distance. Does that make sense, Jess? That, that, I think that's a fantastic strategy, Carlos. You know, it's you're, 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 if I can just kind of recap, you're recommending that we we sharpen our sword, we keep it nice and tight, we you know, train and, and learn and do those things that we should be doing. We look at the long game, not the short game, and we focus on, on coming out of this. And when we come out of this, we want to be in the right position. So we work on that. And then we look, we look at our customers and we practice the, the care strategy. Absolutely right. And, and we should be thinking all the way around that. Which customers do I want to keep? Who are my true attains? Hey, you know what? There's another. If we've got another minute, I'll give you another prospecting strategy. I'm all ears. Um, you know, there are those there are those whales, right? Which we've all kind of, I don't know about if you're like me, Jess, but there are those companies where we often think, you know, that would be a great client for me. That's an ideal client profile for me. And it might be a big company, it might be a big whale strategy, and you might be, you know, because you, you, life, the fires break out on your desk every day, and life gets in the way, and you never really sit down and do uh, any time really hard thinking about your whale prospects and how to connect. What a fantastic time when we've got some time in our hands to actually sit down and get real intentional about some some whale accounts, if, you, if, that's, if, you, if that's an option for you, depending on your business, can you sit down and get really intentional? Really intentional means doing a, you know, quite a bit of research on that company, identifying you know, who the decision maker might be, then trying to find some you know, two or three LinkedIn steps that are going to get you to that decision maker. You know, I'm, I'm looking to connect to Eric. I know... Peter, Peter knows uh, Lisa, Lisa knows Eric. So I've now got my stepping stone. So I can use LinkedIn to identify a, a strong stepping stone uh, uh, strategy. I can also do some research using LinkedIn. If, if Eric is the, uh, the decision maker, or was it Peter? I forget, Peter was the decision maker. Then what I can do is I can spend some time on, on social media and really understand Peter quite well. You know, I could see what boards Peter's also on, what other boards, what charities Peter supports. You know, and I can, I can really start to understand Peter quite well, uh, understand how I can maybe make an approach to him. Um, so there's a whale strategy that uses, you know, just having some time on our hands gives us an opportunity. You know, in fact, just, just, just saying it to you now reminds me, we have a, we have a cool tool called the LinkedIn Lever Sheet. And, and if there's anybody like that, like a Peter, that you really want to try and research well, um, I'm sure if you go on Google and just say, you know, PDF LinkedIn Levers, I'm sure it's out there in the public domain. But even if it's not, if any of your listeners want to email me, I'll send them a copy of our LinkedIn tool. And it just asks 30 questions, you know, about Peter. What school did Peter go to? What uh, alumni groups is he a member of? And then you'll typically find some points of connection by working through this LinkedIn leader sheet that we have. So whale strategy, referral strategy, warm call strategy, and LinkedIn strategy. There's lots of things to do for a salesman. 
That's plenty of stuff, I think, for to keep the salesman busy and keep the funnel strong as as we're going yeah. through this and as we're coming out. Yeah. Carlos, absolutely. I, I absolutely appreciate it. Before we close it out, is there anything else you want to add or mention? You know, this is the time to keep mindsets really, really strong. We've got to watch that victim mentality. We've got to watch um, the sort of over-dramatization and this, this, the, the, the excuses we can give ourselves as to why we're not working. I think the only the message I said right at the beginning is what I'd, what I'd love your listeners to think about, which is control the controllables. I can't control the virus. I can't control what the mayor does shutting down businesses. I can't control what the government does. I can absolutely control what I do with my time. I can absolutely control how I internalize and, and, and react to uh, these, these cha challenging times. And so control the controllables is, the, is, is my kind of headline message. Carlos, I appreciate it, sir. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us again. It's Carlos Garrido from Sandler, Miami. I'll share his email address in the notes. And uh, thank you. Thanks, Jess. Really appreciate it. How was that? 